0: So this man lived in cars for eight years in order to become debt-free, and now the person never has to work again. So let's check this out. He sacrificed a few years of comfort for a lifetime of financial freedom, which I'm not necessarily against. Arizona man Nicholas Buyer says he went to extreme lengths to save cash in his 20s, living in cars in order to pay off all his debt. When you have no rent and no bills to pay, that money just stacks. Boer 32 declared in the latest episode of Big Super Living in Arizona. In this series, which showcases America's most affordable housing options, Boer boasts that he saved up so much cash that he was able to buy a home outright and is no longer dependent on a job to get by. Now, that is a pretty amazing thing. Now, what people need to understand, too, like, your housing cost is is a huge portion of your expenses. And like to put into perspective, like the average like car payment in the United States is eight hundred dollars, right? So your mortgage or your rent might be over a thousand dollars, depending on the location, it might be like two thousand plus. So we're talking like nearly thirty something thousand dollars a year in Expenses, just so that you could go to some place and also to have a place over your head, which is like a scary situation. But if you're able to get yourself to where you have no debt, like no car debt, and your housing is completely covered, yeah, you got like utilities, insurance, taxes, whatever, but like that hard cost of like a mortgage or rent is gone, you could pretty much like work any job and survive right you could be making minimum wage in pretty much any state and live a pretty okay life if your housing cost is basically covered like like you don't really have that huge expense coming out which is a, a pretty awesome thing like if you could you if you're able to sacrifice a few years and get to the point where you could actually buy a home in cash or a condo or something like that, where you don't got to worry about that expense, that frees you up so much. So I props to that guy. So Bird told the program that he started living in cars in 2015 while working as an automotive engineer, making $11.50 per hour. And at the time, he says he had racked up extensive debt. He was determined to find a solution to the housing crisis, so he decided to permanently live a debt-free lifestyle by living in vehicles. The creative engineer parked his Dodge Dakota truck, which he had driven since high school, at his workplace's parking lot and attached a camper to the back. So Bauer's boss allowed the unconventional living conditions on the company's property since he was often required to pull all-nighters, and would use the vehicle for uh, off-roading. Eventually, the self-proclaimed full-time desert dweller moved into his next vehicle, a 404 Series Unimog truck. The vehicle's interior had a bed, wood flooring, a 40-inch flat-screen TV, and Internet. Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad. The one thing his humble abode was missing was a bathroom, forcing him to urinate into a Nalgene water bottle. See, I would not want to do that, that's for sure. When it came to more serious bathroom business, (laughs) I'm guessing number two, (laughs) Bauer planned his toilet breaks at work since he didn't have one at home. Now, to me, that's like a super inconvenience. So I would rather, like, I would be willing to do this if I could have easy access to, like, a gym that has, like, a restroom. Like, for example, have, like, a Planet Fitness, like, black card or whatever, where you could go to any plane of fitness nearby and do that. But this guy kind of like lives in the desert, so I kind of wonder if it would just be better to have just gone in the desert and just like dug a hole or something at that point. The scheduled bathroom breaks were enough to convince Boer to upgrade to another vehicle. (laughs) Good idea. Boer moved into the Dragon Wagon, a merger of two military trucks with a 1987 Fleetwood Prowler trailer on the back incorporating solar panels. I wonder if it's this one, or if this is the Unimog. Don't know. He described the vehicle as a Frankenstein contraption. However, just like the monster, his truck fell apart during a road trip to San Francisco. While saving money to restore the Dragon wagon, he transitioned into a Chevy pickup. His pickup parked outside a plane of Planet fitness, operated like a work camper, and included a fold-out bed, heater, and CCTV cameras. So basically, yeah, what I was thinking, Plan of fitness. However, when things got serious with his girlfriend, who became pregnant with a baby girl, the pair knew it was time to settle down in a more permanent home. Now the family of three lives in a mobile home on Bauer's two-acre paid-off compound, where he also stores all the cars he used to live in. He didn't disclose how much the property cost nor how much money he still has left in his bank account. Although Bauer recently lost his job... He has no worries about providing for his family, especially after years of saving. I don't have I don't really have to worry about anything because there's no rent, there's no mortgage, bar shared. Also adding that he was now debt-free. But the Arizona man hasn't given up on his love of automobiles. Even with a more anchored lifestyle, he still has dreams to live in the woods with fifty trucks. So yeah, like to me, I'm not really against this idea in general but there are definitely better ways to go about it but again like if you're someone who's willing to go like sacrifice pretty hard for a few years to where you could go completely debt free and your housing costs are basically nothing to me it, it just gives you so much more options it gives you way more freedom because the problem with like buying a home that's too expensive Or like driving cars that you have a bunch of debt on. Like all these expenses add up to where you're basically handcuffed to your current situation pretty much no matter what, right? Like if you have like a $200,000 home, for example, that you're paying on, so there's like a monthly payment on that. Well, you're pretty much tied to your specific job that you're working pretty much no matter what because you can't really risk losing your job because you got bills to pay. Right? And like if like there's so many bills coming in, like you have to do everything you can to like pay those bills just on time. So you're barely like treading water at that point. And if something were to happen, you're basically screwed. But it also puts you into that situation where you almost can't even really look for another job because you just have so many bills that you're currently dealing with you have very little time so it gets into like a very bad cycle. That's why like I really want people to try to get out of debt and then basically increase their cash flow so that they just have a lot more options available to them, right? Like, if you have the option to potentially buy, like, a mobile home, put it on some land where you have basically no monthly expenses versus you potentially being stuck in a job that you hate for, like, the next 10, 20 years of your life but you get got no other choice, I'd rather people go down the mobile home route just because, like, at least in that case, you have the freedom to go do what you want to do. Let's do some of these comments. He has to still have bills in another car for grocery shopping and laundry and doctor visits and other items. He has to heat and cool the place, buy food, pay for internet and Wi-Fi, gas, water, sewer, property tax, school tax, income tax, health insurance. Yes, but the reality is it's all going to be still way cheaper than if he were to buy like a home with that monthly payment. Let's see, people that are under 140% of the national poverty rate are able to receive all kinds of government handouts. The poverty rate for the lower 48 states is $14,580. Add 40% to this and so if you earn under $20,412 a year, you get around 30,000 a year in assistance for things like rent, food, supplement income, health insurance, utility assistance, free phones, and get this cable internet. Aside from this, what else does one person need? Consider that this is a single person, add children, and the amounts are astronomical, providing no incentive to ever work again. This is the basic income model the government has forced us into as taxpayers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Technically speaking, like this person can pretty much do whatever they want. He proved that it can be done by doing it. I'm not mad at him. Agreed. I live in a comfortable home with my husband and pets and my money still stacks up. Yeah, I mean like again, like there's nothing wrong with like living technically in like a home that you can afford. The problem is there's so many people that buy too much home, buy too much car, so their monthly expenses are basically what they make or more than what they make per month. This person says, I retired at 52 with house paid, no debt, and sufficient resources that I didn't have to work ever again. It's now 30 years later, and life is good. However, I didn't live in my car. I just lived below my means, bought used cars, didn't waste money in overpriced restaurants, and invested the extra money. My friends who bought only the most expensive of whatever they wanted worked until they died or until they couldn't work anymore because they had to two are still working at 83 and 84, and today's working generations cannot fathom the concept of depriving yourself now for future benefit. Yeah, so I'm not against what the guy did. I don't really necessarily like how you went about it, but the concept technically is sound, right? Minimizing your expenses to a heavy degree so that you could buy something in cash, so that you could pretty much have your housing costs, basically nothing, giving you the freedom of choice to be able to do whatever you want, right? I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but I definitely wouldn't want to deal with the whole bathroom situation that he was, like, nah, not okay.